Welcome to Current Radio's Sports Station. Please enjoy today's selection of sports news. Helena, did you catch the end of the WWE Survivor Series show? No, I missed it. Why? What happened? Well, you won't believe this, but CM Punk returned to WWE after nine years. What, CM Punk? That's huge news. It sure is. He made his comeback in his hometown of Chicago at the end of the Survivor Series. The crowd went wild when his entrance theme played. Wow, that must have been a moment. But wasn't he with AEW? Yes, he was. But he was fired by AEW in August after a backstage altercation with Jack Perry. Despite all the drama and injuries, he was a two-time AEW world champion and their biggest moneymaker. So what's next for Punk in WWE? That's the million-dollar question. Paul Triple H Levesque, WWE's chief content officer, said it's been a long time coming and that Punk is a conversation starter, but he didn't give any specifics. But wasn't there some bad blood between Punk and WWE? I remember something about a defamation lawsuit and... Yes, there was. Punk left WWE on bad terms in 2014, and WWE's doctor, Chris Amann, sued him for defamation. But Levesque said that everyone changes and grows, and that they're all starting on even ground now. Well, it's certainly going to be interesting to see what happens next. From the wrestling ring to the boxing ring, let's switch gears a bit. While we've seen some surprising comebacks lately, there's another sport where athletes are making a name for themselves with their resilience and determination. Now, we're turning our attention to a thrilling rematch that has everyone talking. So, Helena, let's dive into the world of boxing today. We're talking about the electrifying rematch between Katie Taylor and Chantel Cameron. Oh, what a match it was, Stephen. Taylor really turned the tables this time. There were talks about her decline, but boy, did she prove them wrong. Absolutely, Helena. She snatched the majority decision win over Cameron, becoming the undisputed junior welterweight champion. Talk about a comeback. And let's not forget, this is her second time becoming an undisputed champion. She's also the current lightweight undisputed champion. Quite the feat, isn't it? Indeed, it is. And her journey has been nothing short of remarkable. From winning gold at the 2012 Olympics to becoming undisputed lightweight champion. And now this. She's... Don't forget her win against Amanda Serrano at Madison Square Garden. That was a monumental event for women's boxing. Right you are. But her first match with Cameron, that was a bit of a stumble. It was supposed to be her triumphant return home, but it ended in defeat. However, she used that setback to... To come back stronger. She took that loss, went back to her training base in Connecticut, and honed her craft even further. And it showed in her rematch with Cameron, her speed, timing, intelligence, it was all on display. And now, she's already eyeing a trilogy with Cameron. But there's also talk about a rematch with Amanda Serrano. That could be a major event, especially if it's held in Ireland. True. And with Serrano's recent successful defense as undisputed featherweight champion, it could be a thrilling match. But for now, let's celebrate Katie Taylor's remarkable comeback. From one thrilling sport to another, let's switch gears from the boxing ring to the gridiron. As we leave the high-stakes world of professional boxing, we now turn our attention to the adrenaline-filled world of college football. The past week has been nothing short of spectacular, with matchups that have kept fans on the edge of their seats. Let's dive into the highlights and surprises of the much-anticipated Rivalry Week. Well, Stephen, it seems like Rivalry Week has lived up to its hype and then some, don't you think? 
Absolutely, Helena. The games were nothing short of heartstoppers. From Ohio State, Michigan to Alabama, Auburn, it was a roller coaster of emotions. Indeed. And let's not forget about the Washington State-Washington game. Talk about a nail-biter. Right you are, Helena. And Michigan managed to pull off its third straight win against the Buckeyes. That's something we haven't seen in a while. Definitely. And Alabama, down by four, managed to score a touchdown in the final minute, crushing Auburn's spirit. It was a sight to behold. And let's not forget about Washington, elevated to the number four spot in the college football playoff rankings this week, kicking a field goal as time ran out to beat Washington State. Yes, and Florida, Florida State provided their own drama, with the Seminoles trailing after three quarters, but managing a 24-15 win in the end. It was a thrilling game to watch. And Georgia Tech was within a touchdown of top-ranked Georgia with two minutes remaining before the Bulldogs managed to run out the clock in a 31-23 victory. That was a close call. And now, all these teams get to play again in their conference championship games. It's going to be an exciting weekend of football. Absolutely, Helena. And we also have to mention the impact of these games on this week's power rankings. Georgia Bulldogs are now at number one, followed by Michigan Wolverines at number two. Yes, and Washington Huskies are at number three, followed by Florida State Seminoles at number four. It's going to be interesting to see how these rankings will shift after the conference championship games. Definitely, Helena. And let's not forget about the rest of the top 10 teams. Oregon Ducks are at number five, followed by Texas Longhorns at number six. Yes, and Ohio State Buckeyes are at number seven, followed by Alabama Crimson Tide at number eight. It's a tight race at the top. Indeed, Helena. And rounding out the top 10 are Missouri Tigers at number nine and Ole Miss Rebels at number 10. It's going to be a thrilling weekend of football. Absolutely, Stephen. I can't wait to see how these games will play out and how they will affect the rankings. It's definitely a great time to be a college football fan. While we've been talking about the overall college football landscape and the power rankings, let's now zoom in on one of the most thrilling games of the past weekend. It was a clash of titans that kept us all on the edge of our seats and had significant implications on the rankings. Let's delve deeper into the details of the Michigan-Ohio State game, its key players, and the controversies surrounding it. What a weekend in college football, Helena. The big game between number three Michigan and number two Ohio State was nothing short of a thriller. Absolutely, Stephen. Michigan's victory over Ohio State is one for the books, especially considering the circumstances surrounding the match. Their coach, Jim Harbaugh, was serving out a suspension, remember? Yes, and the Wolverines still managed to pull off a 30-24 win, largely thanks to J.J. McCarthy, Blake Corum, and Rod Moore's crucial interception in the final seconds. The Wolverines are now on a three-game winning streak against the Buckeyes, and they're still undefeated this season. Quite a feat, isn't it? Indeed. And let's not forget the impact of McCarthy, a third-year quarterback who could leave Michigan having never lost to Ohio State. That's quite a legacy to leave behind. Absolutely. And his mantra, the team, the team, the team, seems to have resonated with the Wolverines. They're now heading to their third straight Big Ten title game with a championship or bust mentality, but they insist they're not done yet. Right, and they're now just one victory away from a third consecutive college football playoff appearance. Quite the turnaround for a team 
whose excellence was questioned just a couple of years ago. Meanwhile, it's a different story for Ohio State. They've now lost their last three against the Wolverines, quite a downer for a program that had dominated Michigan for a decade and a half. Yes, it's a tough pill to swallow for the Buckeyes and their coach, Ryan Day. But let's not forget the controversy surrounding this game. Michigan is being investigated by the NCAA for allegations of in-person scouting and sign-stealing. This has led to many questioning Michigan's resurgence under Harbaugh since in 2021. True, but the Wolverines seem unfazed by the controversy. As Corum said, the job has to get done no matter what. And they certainly got the job done against Ohio State. They did. And despite the controversy, the Wolverines have shown that they're as good as any team in the country. Now, they're off to the Big Ten championship game against number 20, Iowa. It's going to be an interesting one, Stephen. Absolutely, Helena. And as for Ohio State, they'll be hoping for a backdoor entry into the playoffs, but with a crowded field of CFP contenders, it's going to be a tough ask.